Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 44 Happy New Year. It's 44. The year, the number of um, the new year. Yes, that's the new number of the new year. Happy New Year. The devil uh, has 666. The new year has 44. 44. Um, uh, apologies for no uh, New Year's morning episode. Yes, yeah, sorry about that. Um, we were just not around. We simply physically weren't in the same place and time or with any free time. We were being various types of festive boys in various uh, far-flung corners I was of the a bit world. too busy um, recovering from New Year's, Pierre. <laughs> uh, I'd like to block out a couple of days after New Year's. I know what I'm going to be like. <laughs> I don't want to schedule any uh, operation of heavy machinery on the well, first. Better not. <laughs> Awful. Uh, did you have a big New Year's in the end? I did. I went to my friend's place, and she's a very good host. Mm. And she's just one of these uh, sort of um, bubbly, good party organizer people with lots of friends. Who mm. I, you know, I can't really fathom how you end up with that skill, but she does. And I suckle at that skill like a, like a teat. <laughs> And um, yeah, I had a nice. There was, a, there was a balloon drop at midnight. What? She just taped a, a sheet of plastic over some balloons to the ceiling, and then when midnight hit, people had to pull the sellotape off, and oh some my balloons fell on us. God, that's a lot of work. <laughs> it was a lot of work. She made cocktails all day. She'd steeped her own gin. Steeped? Yeah, she steeped something. Oh my god! Something smells steeped. <laughs> I walked in that kitchen. And went, you've been steeping. This smells like. St- steeping in here something's been stooped <laughs> well i'm stooped well i'm stooped when it comes to this i i was i had like what you might call a living room party i didn't have it i went to one. Oh yeah where it's just sort of some of you in a living room so pretty low key it's funny because 2020 i thought oh 2020 this it, there's going to be more pressure on this than any for it to be absolutely crackers and mad and big. And yes. everyone I've spoken to about New Year's was like, oh, we just did it in a cupboard. Everyone is just, <laughs> I just covered myself in moss and... <laughs> and stayed perfectly still. Yeah. My father, I left my my family, they, I've left my family, I left my family in Malaysia for New Year's and dad just went to bed at 10. Yeah. For 2020, my dad just, my, my, my mom and sister's like, you come join us in his own house. Yeah. He doesn't have to go anywhere. And he said, oh, I'm going to bed at 10 o'clock. That's, I respect someone who knows what they're about. Yeah, I guess. Bloody yeah. hell. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're in, Do you th- you're in your 60s. You've seen enough. Like, what difference? Yeah, yeah. It's new year. You know what's going to happen. Do you think there's a correlation between um, the how insane the year was and how not insane your celebrations are? Like you're like that. The, ah. the the preceding year, it was mad enough. We don't need to fucking see it out with a big. Whereas in times of sort of economic stability, yeah, when everything's going great, we go, oh, let's mess it up. Yeah, we should really have some big chaotic. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Now, sort of calm is the new cool, Pierre. Conservatives yes. are the new re- rebels. Yeah, <laughs> they're the new um, underdogs. I hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Despite the fact that they win everything, because <laughs> everyone else is too busy. 
being a little fuck and <laughs> needling each other in pointless debates. Uh, so they win constantly. Piers has been on Twitter. Can yeah. you tell? God, because uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my phone a lot, and it's not useful or informative or good. And for every no. nugget of news you might get, going, oh, well, that's interesting. It's it's like having to eat ten shits to get one sandwich. It's just not like no one's denying you're getting a, a sandwich. really good sandwich sometimes though. Sometimes it's <laughs> yeah, a really good sandwich. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's a world-changing sandwich, but I'm very ill from all the shit I've had to eat. Um yeah, I need to try and delete that. How so you Philippou did Christ's mass in Malaysia? Yes, I was in Malaysia for Christmas. Uh it was good. I also had a fam- family wedding, so oh. everyone sort of came back from their various uh, new homes. So I've got cousins in Australia and Germany, and uh, but everyone came back to Malaysia for this Christmas and for the wedding. It was great, a really fun Christmas. I wasn't looking forward to it. I always think Malaysian Christmas is silly and hot, <laughs> but I had such a great time. It was really, really fun. I caught up with all my cousins, yeah. my cousins' kids, all really cute and fun and hilarious and crazy. Uh, what was what what is a what is a wedding food? Is there a particular food where it's like, well, it's a wedding, we have to have, <laughs> blah. Uh, no, it's pretty much a free for all. It's all it was all Chinese food. Mm-hmm. The first platter of starters was crazy. It had um, little bits of siu mai dumplings, an octopus salad, uh, an octopus salad. An octopus salad sounds like a euphemism for when something is a fucking mess. You've made it's a lot of salad. salad this. <laughs> um, all this sort of weird, savory stuff around this, the edges of the plate, and in the middle of the plate was a fish, but it was a fish made of sweet custard jelly. What? As a starter, next to a, just sharing a plate with an octopus, just salad, hanging out, and and an omelet on on the other side of the plate, <laughs> <laughs> and as a, a literal jellyfish, a li- jellyfish. That sounds like, <laughs> and it had cloves for eyes. Oh my I'll, god! I actually got. A fo- I'll have a photo here. It's not much use to your listener, but that, I, I want to gross Pierre out. That sounds like. I can. That sounds like someone. That sounds like you know one of those cooking challenges on a reality show. Like, what can you make from these fucking baffling ingredients? <laughs> so I'm showing Pierre now. Right. I'm going to describe this to the listener. Okay. So you're probably imagining the custard sweet fish bigger than I was, listeners. It looks like the size of a Mars bar. Oh, big, no, no, it's Mars a bit bigger bar. than that. A size of uh, an iPhone 11 Plus. Yes, that's fair. <laughs> Imagine an iPhone 11 Plus shaped like a fish and yeah. made of sweet custard. It's it's it looks it's they made it in a cool mold, and it is surrounded and there's no breakwater. No, yeah, there's nothing between this. So if you got a bit of sweet jellyfish, you also got a bit of uh, what spicy looks, octopus salad sauce on it. Yes, and uh, what looks like oh those are dumplings. They look like Brussels sprouts. There's various goops. Yep. Can you yeah. see the fish's uh, cloves for eyes? Horrible clove eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Old clove eyes is what they call him. Um, wow, that is absolutely baffling. That really is weird. that is as uh, that I- that is a series of foods so strange and unlikely to be together that if I had had them described to me by a white person who'd seen them on holiday, I would be skeptical that they'd understood what they were at. Oh yeah, or they they'd misordered. Yes, they'd fucked it up. I would yeah. blame them for it. I wouldn't go like, oh, well, oh, ha, ha, they are weird over there. I'd go, what did you do? <laughs> like, how baffling were, 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 bafflingly incompetent were you when it came to pointing to this menu? That you got a jelly. That the guys went, right, I guess he wants 
a custard fish, but then like <laughs> octopuses. Like how bad is how bad is your guidebook malay? Yeah, this, this white guy's made a real octopus salad of his order. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. Um, but we also had a little Christmas dinner at our place for the whole family, all thirty of us. Bloody hell! That's a um, lot of snails. Um, well, we didn't. We had we had just a private dinner for us because mum could not be asked private cooking snails. for thirty people, and we got like some catering in for the family. You know your family's big when you ever get caterers in. Yes. Uh, and but mum did make some punch. Some punch. Punch. Very nice. And this is how different Asian families are to a British family. Certainly, all the uncles were coming over and saying, "There's no alcohol in this, is there?" <laughs> Making sure that what because they they would not drink it if there's any alcohol in it. Really? Yeah. They're like, "There's no alcohol in this, right?" Really? Like, yeah, don't worry, there's no alcohol. <laughs> and what? I thought at the time, I was like, this is the opposite of a British Christmas. Yes. Why like, were they so worried? There better be alcohol in this. Yeah. If you were fucking around with just a bowl of like homemade fruit juice, like some kind of maniac, why? Why? They, they don't have. They don't get drunk. They, really? Yeah, they hate it. They don't want it. <laughs> it's what? Not, it's not good for you. They don't <laughs> want it. <laughs> so that's the one thing they're like, to be fair, that's bad for me. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, they all live pretty healthily, really. Oh, God. Also, like, Asians, especially Chinese people, have a lot of superstitions about what foods are good for you and what weird oh, side effects different like foods have. hot and, and cold energy and all that? Yeah, like, some if some if some foods are described as heaty, and they, they get you all heaty inside. And yeah. That's not good, and um, some foods will literally give you rheumatoid arthritis on the spot if you eat too many prawns or whatever you know really? yeah yeah it's all that kind of thing oh my god it's the kind of thing my mother had to come up against as a western trained doctor there for 20 years right i just constantly have to be like right i, I can't emphasize <laughs> enough how much you have arthritis because you're a manual laborer <laughs> and not because you ate those prawns <laughs> fucking hell man <laughs> But then they'll go. They they can go to a traditional Chinese doctor who will say, "Yeah, it's because you haven't been eating enough tiger claw." Yeah. And then we'll go back to my mom and go, "You see, <laughs> I got a second opinion." My and you are, you other are doctor, who <laughs> is a witch, <laughs> has, has decided to kill an animal, an extinct animal. God, that is <laughs> fucking mad. It was fun. Oh, I was going to tell you. This is the. I was greeted with this story, which I think is. Mm. I mean, I don't know, over-egg the pudding by saying it's one of the funniest stories I've ever heard, but I laughed a lot at it. Okay. And because it came from my dad, my dad doesn't tell many jokes, yeah. so this had a lot of value for me. Uh, on the, When he picked me up from the airport in the car, he was saying um, he was saying he was at a wedding recently of a lawyer friend, and a, a, another lawyer guy came up to him at this wedding. And you know when you see someone that you've met before, but you can't remember their name? Yeah. So this guy was coming at my dad like, hey... Phil's dad and um, my dad saw him and was like oh uh, yeah wow how 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 are you <laughs> how are you <laughs> and then the guy said no Chong <laughs> and, then, and then my dad said what <laughs> and, says, and then the guy said it's Chong Chong are you and my father was like, fuck off. And, my, and this guy's like, no. And he, my, my, this guy had to show my father his identity card and prove that his, his real name is Chong R.U. <laughs> <laughs> Chong R.U. Now, what, also, I found what's interesting about that is if I made that up, that'd be a racist joke. But because it's true, it's hilarious. If you if you made it up, it'd be dumb. It'd be so f- worthless. If you made it up, you'd be a weird Asian guy. 
Right. It would like people could say it was a bad comedian if I made that. Yeah, it'd be a bad comedian and people could try and argue it was racist, but no one white would dare to. (laughs) If I made it up, I would be definitely racist. And if it actually happened to me, I would have to sell it to you. (laughs) (laughs) So you could do it. Chong are you. Chong are you. How I just love that response. How are you? No, Chong. <laughs> That's like something from like a crappy 70s comedy where like it's the sequel and for no reason they go to China. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all the writers are like, right, we'll bust out all the Asian name jokes. No, you know, that is, it is some Rush Hours 2 stuff. That is that is right? exactly the flavor. Yeah. yeah. Chong, is, are you? Chong, are you? Yeah. And now, now we're in danger of entering into a whole new realm of racism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like walking through a field of mines. <laughs> Reputation mines. Blammo. Blammo. You've been blammoed. <laughs> that's, uh, listeners, I don't know if I've shared this before, but that's my private or our private phrase between you and me and some other friends of when someone gets, as opposed to cancelled, which I think is more final. Yeah. If you get hit with some controversy, you've been you've been blammoed. It's a bro- yeah, it's a broadside to your public image. Yeah, you, you're, it, you're not sunk yet, but you're yeah, taking a hit. It puts you on your ass, and yeah. you can come back if you deal with it right. But it's it's you've been caught out for now, and it tends to be like blammo, like you know, someone's like, well, maybe I'll do that, and it's like, don't do that, you'll get blammoed, <laughs> and it'll just be blammo, and it'll all be over for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how's how's your Christmas? My Christ's mess. Um, I had I my Christmas in when I describe it, it sounds like um, uh, the plot of a sort of slow paced, um, the plot of a sort of slow paced and quite grim, maybe like German or Danish film. Okay. Um, about the last of your kind or something no because I had Christmas I went back to the Isle of Man for Christmas with my parents and that was nice and saw my relatives and da 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 but over Christmas two two things happened one is that I'm single again so end of a relationship over Christmas as well hear that ladies (laughs) Uh, it's a rough time to break up it's not Christmassy it's not Christmassy it's probably the opposite of Christmassy and it's very sad um, and the other thing that happened is that one of my balls went mental, and I had to go to A and E. I thought you were going to say went missing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he answers to the name of Lefty. He could be wearing the same jacket he was wearing. He's probably very scared. Please <laughs> do not approach him. Especially he around, is dangerous around New Year with all the fireworks going on. He's very, <laughs> he's very sensitive. He could be yeah. up a tree. Um, um, your one of your balls went mad. Yeah, raging ball. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Jingle balls. Jingle balls. Wait, when did this happen? Christmas so, Day. No, it happened on the two days before Christmas. Ah. And I was in the kitchen, just just it, slapping your balls, slapping, my, you ba- slapping my balls with a hot, hot <laughs> spatula. No, <I> was, <laughs> and then something it just started getting painful. They decided to react badly. Uh, no, I was in the kitchen, inevitably eating. Which is why I'm all my clothes are tight now. Or just picking off, just eating, right? just a constant right, eating. Okay. My 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 mum is no longer as much of a feeder as she was, but she's a buyer. Sure, it'll all be there for the taking. Is the problem? You have to assemble your own feed now, but you can do it. Oh yeah, well she'll 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 make meals or whatever. What I mean is, it's not like oh, the, I'd I'd eat mince pies if there were any here. Yeah. No, there's fucking nine boxes. They're in yeah. a pile. Right. It's yeah. obscene. Yeah. And she won't give them to you, but they're there, Phil. 
and it's Christmas. So anyway, I was in the kitchen gorging myself like a pig. <laughs> and then, um, you know when someone properly, <laughs> you know when someone properly cracks you in the nuts? Okay, And yeah. it's, a, it's a real clean shot. There's no dick yeah. in the way or anything. It's a real shot to the system. Your whole world is evolves yeah. for uh, 10 minutes. But now imagine that just happening. The feeling. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so, like, wow. So I suddenly, it suddenly started, and I sort of, I sort of went, you know, through a mouthful of mince, like a bit of mince pie in my mouth. I was like, oh, oh, ah. You know, like, over 10 minutes, it reaches full crescendo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was going up to your stomach and yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, so it reached full crescendo in the nutties. And I was like, ah, ah, because nothing's happened. Yeah. So I was just like, what the fuck? It was like a mutation. And then you know what a Malaysian would say because you ate that mince pie. That's right. (laughs) Shouldn't have eaten that mince pie. Everyone knows it makes balls hurt. Look, Christmas mince goes into your balls, and if you eat too much, it gets clogged. Yeah. Um, This is the problem. Uh, So it was there in the balls, and I was going ah, and then it shot up my back. Ah, your back. Up the sides of my back to my kidneys. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like up in the back and the sides. And then across the belt area as well was painful. And I was just like, uh, uh, I was free. And my, uh, my family were like, we very much have to go to the hospital for this. Were you like audibly groaning? And- oh, yeah. I was like, it was like, it was like if you'd been so like, like a baseball or a cricket wow. ball. I was like, yeah, we should probably was go. Was it like, like tensing up? Like, no. Just, it was just a noise. feeling. It was just there happening. Just they a te- feeling. They were, they were ten- like they didn't, you didn't want to poke them. Yeah. But it Gosh. was just it just out of nowhere, just boom. How weird. It was really weird. And so I had to sit in A&E with my crippled nutties. Um, this is on the island. This is on the island. Yeah. In the island's hospital. Um, and, uh, oh, wait, I'm a comedian and I'm talking in a public realm. Thank you very much to all the staff of the hospital. And you were so brilliant. And I just then, yeah, thank you. Applause. Put me back on Radio 4. You know who I love? Nurses. That's who I think are endlessly great. And all doctors and everyone who has anything to do with the health service is brilliant. And don't you hear that, Boris? You hear that, Bar- you hear Not that Boris? Not my prime minister. We are the resistance. We've been more keep fighting. Keep, keep fighting keep, like Pierre is keep fighting. fighting. Fighting my own balls. So I was in A&E appreciating all the brilliant things going on around me with my crippled nutties. Where um, did you clock where on the scale you were in that waiting room of uh, priority? Or priority yeah. No one was like arcing blood across the room. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of very old people who seemed to be there because the thing that they were there for last week had happened again. Sure. Okay. Lots of that. Oh, they they have a stamp card. Yeah. They exactly. Lot, yeah. <laughs> exactly. They're there going. Oh, I didn't know my elbow wasn't ready for a game of tennis. Or whatever they're they're being fucking old, and there's like a there's a guy whose nose is so runny that it's weird, but Ooh. he's not there for that. Okay. <laughs> that was odd. Like his nose was like, you know, when people go like, mm, my nose is like a tap, yeah. and you go, oh, that's a fun metaphor. This guy's nose was actually like, that's disgusting. But it was kind of impressive because where like you f- could you could watch it flowing in real time. Totally. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it was gross. Anyway, so I'm there with my nuts in a sling. And I see. I a... got my nuts in a sling. <laughs> I'm sitting on a rainbow. <laughs> Sorry. I went in and I see the guy, and the guy's like, uh... "So basically, it's a thing I've had before, but never this badly, mm. and it can recur if you've had it once before. But the often a main cause of this kind of thing is because you've got like megacephalus, 
And every time I see a new doctor about it, they don't believe me that I don't have megacephalus. <laughs> so the guy's like, sure you don't, piss on this. I was like, right, we'll do the piss then. Piss on the thing, we'll comes do back. do this dance. You'll do this little dance you insist on to make sure I don't have megacephalus. <laughs> and he's like, no, you don't have anything in your piss. Yeah, that's all fine. It's like, yeah, I know. It's my, my nuts. I've got raging ball. Wow. And then they were like, right, and then you have to go get a urology thing and they slather your nuts up with goop and scan it with a ultrasound. Like a, you're pregnant, but you're pregnant with your own balls. I, and your relationship with your parents, are you okay telling them, Mummy, Daddy, my balls hurt? Oh, totally, yeah. Oh, okay. That's I nice. don't say Mummy, Daddy. Okay. I say Mater and no, Peter. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mater, Peter, my testes are in a, in a bind. <laughs> okay. No, my, my nuts went mental. And I went there, and basically the guy was like, it might be an infection, but it might not be. Here's yeah. a bunch of antibiotics. Take neurofin for inflammation. Yeah, I I had a very sore bit of bolly. Um, yeah, but I think it was it was the bit where the tube connects into the bean, as as it were. That's well, that's where that's, it, it can get affected. That bit. And that's my bit. That's oh, what was I it? Had. Yeah, yeah, I had that. I had that around last year. Epididymitis. That's right. Yes. yes. Epididy- that. That's what You're I had. a fellow sufferer. Yeah, it wasn't. It was quite painful for a few days. Uh, it it didn't knock the wind out of me. It, no. it sort of grew. Yeah, and then. I just suddenly noticed, oh, my balls hurt quite a lot. Mm. And then I would sort of, and then it would go away. But Yeah, this was the most dramatic. Like, I've had it a couple of times before, but with long enough gaps. Like, I'm talking like a year and a half gap. Mm. And it's like, uh, then I came back to London and I thought I'd try again. Like, be like, well, get a second opinion of like, well, what is oh, it yeah. though? And I'm still waiting to hear back from that. But the guy was like, the guy I spoke to was like, look, sometimes it could just be a thing that gets inflamed sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, bad elbow. Yeah. But in your nads. Maybe it's because we're both really funny. Sorry? That's where humor comes from, is from that tube. Oh, maybe. And it's getting inflamed because how funny we are. Because we tied it out, popping all that, <laughs> yeah. maybe, all this hilarious Maybe we sperm. need to stop jacking it. Ah, oh, this is it. But then what will happen to the podcast? <laughs> what will the podcast become with no jacking it? Excuse me, sir. I'm just a lost bollock, and I was just wondering if I could trouble you for some assistance with my. Uh... Uh, don't talk to me, little walnut. Oh, oh, oh please, sir. I, sir, sir, if, if you if you could just direct me towards my uh, oh, home. Oh, it's so wrinkly. Oh, look, you made my girlfriend cry. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh no. Um, oh, madam, please, madam. I just want to go home. That's ah! all. It's horrible! No, no, no. Oh, God. Oh, this cruel town. There. There he is, officer. Over there. Get him. Oh. Hey, you. Oh, beep, God. Beep. Oh, God. So, a, a relationship ended, which is a real shame and very sad, um, and my nuts went mental. So, it was a hell of a Christmas. Um, did the nuts happen first or the relationship ending first? Uh, it, it, the nuts happened during the process of it all. Uh, maybe it's part collapsing. of Maybe it's a psychosomatic kind of... Uh, your entire reproductive system was Rebelling. protesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Um, yeah, they only, they only just stopped... Did your dick tie itself in a knot? <laughs> <laughs> did, I, did I throw it over my shoulder like a regimental soldier? <laughs> did your dick tie itself in a knot? Uh <laughs> No, I just, yeah, maybe it's like a a rebellion thing. 
But they only stopped hurting like a, a week ago. Oh, or less, yeah. like a yeah, few it days can, ago. Yeah, it can last for it a while. It took ages. It was like being flicked in the nuts a little bit every day. I got my first pile. Congratulations. I got a hemorrhoid. What, what flavor, think, what kind was it? I, I, I don't know, because you can't, you can't see it. You can only feel it. Because so, some of them are internal, and some of them hang out your bumhole. Oh, this one was poking, yeah, just poking around the peripheries of my saying, bumhole. Saying hi. It built a little house on the sides of the crater, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> if you, if you it's get like a name. Mars colonizing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sort of thing. It was, like Matt, it was like Matt Damon in The Martian. It just <laughs> Planting potatoes. <laughs> um, it, when it first came up, it was pretty big and pretty sore. Okay, but and how big is big? Like a marble? Well, you know when... It, Anything near Uranus feels twenty times bigger than it actually yes, is. Yes, that's right? true. Yeah. So it felt Ladies. like it, it, <laughs> it felt like the size of like an organic olive, like a big yeah, old fat yeah. olive. Yeah, one of those big green ones. Yeah, the ones that come in like like um, packages with actual Greek writing on them. You yes, know? yes, yeah. And there's bits of lemon in there instead of pepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. It's, it's got it's in with olive oil and like rosemary yeah. and cherries. And you're like, what? I guess this is how they do it there, but it seems strange to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's like a big old olive. But in reality, it might have been the the size of a... Like a, like a big pea. A, yeah, a garden pea. But it was painful, and and you know me, I can be a bit of a, a, a fatalist. You know, I was like, well, this is how I'm going to shit forever. <laughs> I'm shitting past a painful mountain. <laughs> <laughs> ah! um, and it, eventually it sort of went down and went away. Yeah. It, it's kind of still there now. It's very small um, and painless. So now... Every, everyone I said, I said, I have a hemorrhoid too. If, without fail, everyone said... Uh, that you're gonna have it for life. What? Yeah, every single one said, "Oh, yeah, yeah, hemorrhoids don't go away." People had with no medical qualifications, just very confidently, hemorrhoids that will not go away. So they're just walking around with fucking bum grapes, yelling they- to themselves <laughs> all the time. Apparently, but that's uh, not true, though, is it? Well, on well, the NHS website, it says most go away within a few days. Do you think what they're saying is um, you will always have because they're a vein, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah so you, it's like a varicose vein. You don't lose the vein. So that's true. No. Maybe that's what they mean? Or you've just been talking to idiots. Do you think anyone you spoke to had ever had one? Doesn't sound like it. Um, my, mm, a couple had, yeah. A couple had. But presumably they still have it. Well, but then if they have it in the way that I had it... Uh, I don't think life would be worth living. So I didn't really believe them. I think sense. they must be mistaking it for something else. Or, or maybe they think like, oh, it can recur. Maybe that's the stupid way of saying it can recur. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. And that, that's what like middle-aged men in sitcoms say, oh, my hemorrhoids are acting up again. So I don't know if that's yes. what that is. But I think some people I are prone to this isn't them. my life now. It doesn't really fit with my brand. I'm such a smooth, lovely boy. Yes. I, I can't really be doing it with lumps in my anus. <laughs> <laughs> you would lose a lot of your uh, velvet charm yeah. if you were known to have a, and now that an ordeal every time you went to the loo. But it, it doesn't. It's it's the blemish of it. You know, I I, I hate a blemish, and just even yes. just knowing that blemish is there. You're a, you're a terrifying esthete. Yeah, I'm like I'm like a villain in a film who like 
cuts people up because they must be perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, pretty isn't perfect. You, you, the, yeah, the flash, the flashback scene to establish you as a character is you like chopping a mole out of your own arm or something, yeah. like, something fucked up like that. Ah, pretty again. Good, good, clean, <sighs> clean. <laughs> yeah, that's me basically. Even even a blemish I can't see. Yeah, and will only ever be seen by a loved one. <laughs> by the most important, <laughs> it'll only ever be seen by the most imp- important person in my life. Yeah, only they will suffer under the eye of this. <laughs> only the person who loves me most in the world and the doctor will ever see it. We'll get to enjoy this. Yeah, yeah. So, so what does it matter really? But mm. yeah, it's <sighs> it's about f- it's feeling it every time I go to wipe is unpleasant. Yes, that's a horrible reminder. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. A reminder that my body is failing. I had, I had, I had one at the fringe. Oh, and it went away. Yeah. Oh, so maybe mine. Oh, yeah, away. it's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not there at all anymore, and it was oh. bad during the fringe. Really? How long did you have it for? Like a, more than a week. I've had it certainly more than a week. I, I don't. Really like a while. It was a real. Another friend fun. of mine had it over, over, over a summer. <laughs> like no. Yeah, yeah. It was the summer of the hemorrhoid. <laughs> like oh. loads of loads of sort of Beach Boy style tunes about it. Well, my, <laughs> my, and I'm that st- summer seemed to last forever. Hemorrhoids <laughs> <laughs> seemed to last forever. <laughs> uh, I got my first real bum grape. <laughs> Boarded at the fire and them. <laughs> well, my mother was saying she got a whole bunch after she gave birth to me. Yes, because you're straining so much. Yeah, they pop all. They pop all them up. But and she out. said she had that for like years. No. Yeah, she has, she had for a few years but you can have surgery now yeah do you just, know what the surgery is now the elastic band yeah so it used oh. to be they go in and they well, it was better than what they used to they used to go in and just just cut it off like uh, a samurai uh, and you just have this raw flesh no in your bum hole not where the poo is but what they do now is they band it up With and an elastic cut all band. the blood supply until it dies like a leech and falls off god so you just have to wait for it to rot in your ass <laughs> Oh, my hemorrhoid. Oh, don't worry. It's rotting in my ass. Don't worry. I've wound a... uh, You remember at school when you would uh, tie string around the end of your finger till it turned purple and got all cold? Uh, That in my bum. And it'll fall off. It'll just drop out. It'll fall off at some point. Hopefully into my pants and through my my trousers legs and just onto the floor when I'm walking around. Like on the tube. Yeah. You don't even notice. (laughs) Someone will just see an alien leech fall out of my trousers. You wouldn't know what it was, would you? I think you'd presume it's a tiny, tiny bit of shit. You'd a, po- a, a, like, a, a, a poopalette. Yeah, a little poopalette. A poopalette. You wouldn't. You'd see it, and but maybe it doesn't look like a poopalette. Maybe you'd look at it and go, "Is that what it is?" You'd go, "What?" You, you'd probably go, "That person is very sick." They're very ill. You wouldn't trust someone who could immediately point at it and shout in the tube, "That's a hemorrhoid!" Like, like that. That's how <laughs> familiar they are with the sight of it. Wait a minute. <laughs> that's a that's a banded hemorrhoid. Sir, sir, you've dropped your hemorrhoid. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you for so Thank you. As you're leaving, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me, excuse me. You, you dropped your hammer. Oh, thanks. Well, my, my head would fall off if I. What's, if, if, if I put an elastic uh, band around it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 2020. Bye, 2019. Fuck you, 2019. Glad to see the end of year. This year is my year. I'm going to be the boss bitch of all my dreams. New year, new me. I'm not going to miss 2019 at all. 2019 sucked. 2019 sucked. 2019 beat me up. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. But my, I had a friend uh, in Malaysia mm. who was uh, Muslim and, and therefore had um, the end of his uh, foreskin taken off well his foreskin taken off mm. and he said the way they did it was similar it, they didn't like cut it off but they they attached like a thing to it like like when it was when it's still on him yeah on, on his penis and so, it would just hang on to the the bell end until eventually it just fell off but but is the elastic band thing above the bell end i don't know if it was an elastic band i don't know what it sounded like a sort of some like a decapitation device from Saw. You know, it just like it clamped around the head of your penis. And but around just, the base or on the top where there is excess foreskin? Around the base, around, around the, the head. Oh, really? Around the, around the, what you might call the brim? Yeah, around the gland. Ooh, what? Yeah. What? Around, and it ar- just hung, out, hung there for a bit. Around Darth Vader's neck. You know, <laughs> around there. The old uh, Yeah, and it just hung around until it fell room. off. That's what he said. What? I don't know if it's fucking with me. What? Um, if any of our listeners have been circumcised and would like to share their um, decapitation stories, yeah. I'd love to hear it. Let, sounds... let's, let's branch out from poo to the, to to the front the, end. To the front part. Why not? Front bottoms and penises. Yes. Um, especially because your friend sounds like he was old enough to be very aware of the whole process. And certainly in some cultures, say in South Africa, circumcision happens when you're like 10. Right, yeah. No, he had it done quite late. That's right. Yeah, so people... Why was that? Do you think that that is more traumatizing? Like you have this body horror awareness that at some point a bunch of old dudes were like, well, we better sort the end of your dick out with this sharp object. Uh, as in it's worse if you're older and more aware. Yeah, I think it's like chickenpox, isn't it? The longer you leave it, the more traumatic it. Yeah, but also like, what does it say about? That's like, why you have circumcision parties. You yeah, get but little what, kids around what, what, to, <laughs> to get it done with. <laughs> but what does it say about like your attitude to you know like, oh, all your dad's mates are coming around. You go like, well, they better not be. Last time they came around, they chopped the end of my dick off. <laughs> Like, do you, like, not trust your your dad's friends or, you know, like, it must change think, your outlook? I think in most, like, large Muslim population countries, it's more institutionalized than that. It's like something you get done in a hospital. Yes, 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 yes. It's like in 
Well, apparently America is declining because they've started to realize that they're the only Western country that does it yeah. automatically. Apparently it was like one Surgeon General like yes. 400 years ago thought it was a good idea. Yeah, some guy just went, oh, it's, it's probably good for you. Yeah, incredible. And the loads of Americans are still, if you look online, they're always debating with each other, really angry, huge debates about it. And yeah. like, it's, it's cleaner. And it's like, well, it's cleaner to solder your armpit shut. It's not, you know, an it's, argument. It's cleaner if it. you never wash your penis. Yeah, it's clean. It's, lots of stuff is cleaner if you don't wash. Yeah. Like, if you don't wash, it's cleaner to have surgery to get all your sweat glands removed. <laughs> and that is possible, and you can do that. Ugh. Yeah. Horrible. Do people get that done? Yeah. Why? Uh, some people have, and this is something that I'm terrified of getting, even though it's not something you can get or develop. Uh, they just stink. Uh, but they stink like weird, like, like like one drop of sweat smells like they've not washed for 100 years. They've got like a natural mm-hmm. evil stench in their, their diet. They've changed everything about their diet. They've had tests. They've had everything, and it's nothing to be done. It's very unfortunate. They just smell like death. It's a dang shame. Yeah, imagine that. What do you do with your whole life? You have to stay in? I don't know. Well, so like they stink so much, not even a bit of perfume or... No, it's, it's, it's like someone, who, someone who's like covered, like washed only in old pee for oh weeks. God. Like it's bad. They can't get on buses. <sighs> yeah. And it's very rare, but it seems like it's And you're afraid you're going to catch that. Well, like not in an actual way, but I, it's like like that... I think I. Uh, it's more. It's it's easier for me to become blind than to catch that. Yeah, it's true. But it's still just like the horror of. of I could blind you now. You could blind me right now. And I couldn't sweat you up. No, you couldn't make my sweat become evil. <laughs> Full of demons, demon sweat. Yeah, terrible. I yeah. Well, we 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 have a friend, uh, uh, comedian Ed Gamble, who did a routine about it. Circumcision. Oh, yeah, but there's a Tom Rosenthal. He did a whole show. His whole show. I didn't see about it. his circumcision. We clashed. What and, was he, and how much he hates it? Yeah, a lot of people are very traumatized when they're adults, and they, he, they, makes, he makes a good point, you know. And and he he did so much research, Tom, about circumcision, the culture behind it. He had he had like an, an expert on from America, like on, in the show, and um, he really yeah he knows his stuff, and he's really serious about it. That's the thing because yeah. males. Female circumcision is obviously really terrible and traumatic, and it, it it is treated as such, yeah, appropriately. But male circumcision is still a bit of a joke. This is yeah. This is any any physical harm that happens to men is generally quite funny, historically. Uh, yes, exactly. Um, which is fair. This is different because it happens to you when you're a little baby. Yeah, and it it, it does it does mean you you enjoy sex sort of less you lose a lot of sensitivity and it's just not good to have your raw glands chafing up against your trousers rubbing against your boxes constantly there's, there's an amazing clip of um christopher hitchens i don't know if you ever saw it he's debating uh, i think quite a prominent rabbi yes he's one of the um the really hardcore orthodox rabbis right yeah they're one of those really like far along sects and uh, the rabbi says on the subject of circumcision um all I've found is that it increases your chances of winning a Nobel Prize. And everyone yeah. goes, <laughs> and fair to him, that's a good joke. Yeah. Um, but then Christopher Hitchens just goes, child genital mutilation is not a joke. Shame on you. And the whole room just goes, <laughs> and it's quite affecting. It's really, yeah. it's pretty, I mean, he, and he's right. Well, it's the thing of like, it, is, it, is it bad to do voluntary surgery on a child on their genitals without their consent? For, and it's unnecessary. It's cosmetic. Yeah. It's pretty odd and it's mm. life-changing 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's irreparable. It's not exactly ear piercing. No. Yeah. Which does happen in uh, some of my tribal cultures in Malaysia. Yeah. Yeah, a little, you get your ears pierced with birth. You never leave it. It's just like a health thing. I've Even seen boys just get their ears pierced. I've seen American comedians make jokes about how it's a very Hispanic thing. All oh, right. I don't know if that's true, but I've seen that as a person not in that culture <laughs> and gone, oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's it's um, Germany, the EU, and I think Germany tried to pass a thing about like, okay, no one can do voluntary genital surgery on their kids ever without like consent. Like you have to wait till they can consent. Yeah. Um, it's a violation of the human rights of the child. And then they got lobbied very intensely by um, Jewish community groups and Muslim community groups. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh, look, look who it is! Old Germany again, up to its old oh, tricks." Oh, friends now, are we? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, well, if it isn't Germany trying to fuck with what we do again, and so Germany went, "No, no, no, not like this. We just means a penis." Oh, never mind, fine, fine, and they they, they cancelled it, uh, so it's still fine. Yeah, uh, it's. I, I wish I could have seen that show because yeah, it, what it's, show? Rosenthal. Oh, yeah, Tom Rosenthal. Yeah, yeah, but we clashed in Edinburgh. Hi, Tom, if you're listening. He's busy. He's not listening. Um, yes. I th- ah, yeah, this show is called Manhood, which is very good. Ah, very nice. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, it's something about, uh, yeah, something about physical harm coming to guys is always more funny. Slap, it, yeah. Slapstick and, and circumcision and prison and sexual assault. Yeah, because I think there's sort of the assumption that he can look after himself and yeah. like he'll be fine. You're you're a man, so you're man, you're strong fine. and and also you're responsible. So it's all in it's a way partly your fault for not defending. Yourself. Everything's always your fault a bit because you surely could have avoided this. You're a man after all. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Why didn't you dodge it? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You are an agent of destiny. Is it you funnier? Should, you should be able to control these things. Yes, you're so phenomenally <laughs> powerful. Is it? Is that why? Is it funnier to see a grandpa fall over than a grandma? Hmm. It's hard to say. It depends on the fall. Yeah, what kind of fall? Is it down some stairs? I also, it's. I think grandma. Well, see, this is the thing. It's interesting because grandmas often seem less brittle than grandpas yeah i think you're right i think grandmothers actually seem hardier they look bouncier too because they tend to be they tend to keep a bit more flesh on their bones they're often less frail than their male counterparts and often younger i guess yes men yeah husbands yeah or if their husbands are even still alive yeah yeah Yeah, given the the life expectancy thing yes so maybe it's grandmas once you get old enough i wonder where that crossover point yeah where's the graph here (laughs) maybe at like 65 it's always retirement age once you retire, we'll be sad if you fall down. But if you're a working man, it's funny that you fell down right, the yeah, stairs. Yeah, yeah. yeah if, you're, if you're well enough to work, I'm going to laugh at you falling down the stairs. Yeah, if he's retired, he's like, he can't even have a beer with the boys down at the factory about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's just sad. It's like, look, he's fallen down enough. He's retired. He's yeah, retired yeah, from yeah. work and falling down. <laughs> and hopefully that's all fine. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you could draw a sort of graph of this. Mm. Where where it's funny and in what category? <laughs> yeah, different color lines and shit. Yeah, yeah, That'd yeah. Lovely. But you could do so many useless PhDs if you tried to. Oh yeah. Oh. I think they're just called PhDs here. Bloody <laughs> 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 talking shop, wasting, wasting our time. Oh, some more thoughts from the boffins and the brain boxes down the road. <laughs> I love boffins. <laughs> Ring 
correspondence. Boris London's correspondence. And sorry, folks, we might be in 2020, but the correspondence is still very much firmly in the heady, heady days of 2019. That's right. So we're going to do our best to catch up. We might do a special soon just to just to, to break the back of the beast. But um, we will be with you shortly. But we have a lovely one in from Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Um, hmm. Yeah. Say, uh, no, nothing. Yeah. Uh, Rachel, thank Ra- you. Rachel, I think you're great, Rachel. Ooh, very nice. Uh, Rachel sent us some praise, which we have redacted, Frank Skinner style, but it was very, very nice. Yes, thank, thank you, you, Rachel. It was very nice to hear. Um, and sorry we took so long to get to your correspondence. Um, basically, the first part is she is interested in uh, if we, the most interesting places that we have pooed or favorite poo spots. Oh. Because we travel around a lot for work, she says, and uh, I assume you have the pleasure of some plops and some interesting places. I, I think it's incredible we haven't been sent this question already, to be honest. I think yeah. it's, it's amazing it's taken this long. I know people who've done poos in palaces. Really? Yeah, palace poos. Actual palaces? Yeah, yeah. Well, like if you get invited to Buckingham Palace or whatever. Oh, friend, a friend of yours has been to Buckingham Palace? Well, people, I, we both know through comedy and oh, stuff yeah. or whatever. Yeah, there's a cat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good poo. Um as a country, Japan is second to none for a good poo. The toilets there are oh, yes, of top course. notch. They'll rinse your asshole like a sniper. Yeah. Um. Ah, oh, it's beautiful. It's, it's such a pleasure to do a poo in Japan. <laughs> you, the toilet seats are all warmed when you sit down. You can't get used to it at first because you're prepared for that cold shock to your cheeks. Oh right. But you sit down and it's warmed with warm air. Oh. And then you do your poo. And you press a button, and a jet comes out and just cleans your bum hole. God, and you only have you have to wipe, but only to dry. Sometimes you don't even have to, to dry. Sometimes you've got bum dryers that come out and go. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, and it'll dry your bum for you. Uh, Pretty special stuff. So very green. Very green. No, not very green. What do you mean? Using energy. Yeah, we're not using paper. Yeah, yeah, pick a mm. pick a poison. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Solar powered bum hoovers. Uh, maybe that's the future. So Japan, uh, Rachel, yeah. I'd say that's the the poo, poo, poo pilgrimage. That's the, that's the pilgrimage for me. Mm. In Japan. The, the the pleasure of being at a festival, but you have an artist pass, so you can poo in a kind of mini actual toilet. But that but that's only sort of relative pleasure, isn't it? Totally. Yeah, but it's, it's still, still it's still a, a worse toilet than you've used the rest of the year. <laughs> but it's as, it's still, I'd I'd say they're generally as bad as train. They're better than train toilets. That's true. I mean, that can be a real unsuspecting uh, lovely toilet surprise when a train toilet actually works and has everything in it. Yes. It's got toilet paper, it's got soap, the tap works, and yeah. then hand dryer works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's And it doesn't talk to you. It's like the planets aligning. Like the oh, vir- virgin train saying, hello, I'm your toilet. I'm a celebrity from the area your train's going through. And you go, this is the most disgusting thing that's Absolutely ever happened. Absolutely horrible. And I, they, would, they, they I would sh- rather an employee had to wank while I took a shit <laughs> and in front of me. <laughs> This is repulsive. It's horrible. I hate what they... I hate sometimes they say like... I swear to God, sometimes they say, please don't feed me used nappies. (laughs) Wait, feed you? Also, the person saying, please don't feed me this or that or whatever is like a sitcom star or like a lovely singer. And then you're like, oh... (laughs) <laughs> can, can you imagine being really into scat stuff and having a crush on that celebrity I was How just thinking that feel. I was just thinking that how this, happy would you be it's like oh you should you take the train a lot and you're like yeah <laughs> yeah I so something about it so, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. rolling countryside uh, so Rachel says uh, I have laughed so she says this is her poo story she reckons it's oh yeah 
She reckons it's... Uh, Sorry, we got a little carried away with our own tale. She hopes it's sufficient to pay the the Bud Pod pars- correspondence poo tax. <laughs> <laughs> I have laughed so hard that I have farted on probably hundreds of occasions in my life so far, which I assume or hope is not that unusual. Uh, hearing you disagree with this on the pod would be a very upsetting way of discovering that there is something very wrong with me, so I hope you have experienced this too. I have to say, I can't remember... F- I snort when I laugh, which is just kind of cute, really. Uh, uh, but I, I don't think I, <laughs> I don't think I fart. I've laughed so hard that I farted once in my life. Really? And I remember it because when it happened, I had heard of it being a thing. Yeah. And I'm oh, it's happened to me now. Okay. So it's, but, it's out there, Rachel, but it's not every time. It's not every time. You're prone to it, it sounds but like. But we don't mean to um, laugh fart shame you. Mm-mm. No, I've got mental balls. Who can I shame? I've, I've laughed so much I've wanted to vomit. Before. Yes, I have. I have coughed badly. I've done the hurt my lungs. Right. Yeah. 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 From laughing too much. Although it's yeah. been a while, and it's always about something that you can't replicate. No. It, yeah. And it, it's often, it's something like that happens in your family or yeah, something. Just yeah. Yeah. At a particular moment. There's no. There's no heartbreak greater than trying to explain it to someone who wasn't there. Yeah. And being unable to capture the magic. Yeah. Awful. <laughs> um. Uh, however, on one occasion as a teenager, however, I once laughed so hard that I shat myself. Great. I was at a friend's house with a couple of people and was sitting on the floor of her living room, and everyone was having a classic teenage, not actually that funny, but it seemed hilarious at the time, banter. And I laughed so hard that an actual enormous wet turd (laughs) (laughs) escaped out into my pants. Oh, God. Mortified, I scurried to the bathroom. Before the stench could disperse into the room. Ah, <laughs> bunch of teenage smart, girls. Smart, though, to scurry before the stench dispersal. Yeah. Uh, before the stench could disperse into the room, I managed to get myself cleaned up relatively quickly before returning to my friends. Thankfully, nobody had noticed what I had done, and I managed to continue with my day with dignity intact, sort of. But, uh, albeit, uh, not quite, albeit not laughing quite so enthusiastically from then on. A little glint was probably missing from Rachel's eyes. Yeah. What happened to you if, in the toilet, Rachel? You, you seem different. <laughs> if anything, laugh even more because you've 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 got an unloaded weapon. <laughs> how how many full dumps can there be just waiting? Yeah, you're safe now. Surely for for what five hours at least. <laughs> even if you're a big pooer. Um, now I'm a big pooer, and even I don't think. That. <laughs> Listen, I'm a big pooer. Uh, Rachel says Koji and P.S. also points out that Louise Thompson who apparently is someone from Made in Chelsea and now is some kind of Instagram influencer uh, has a dog called Koji Ah, so her dog is called Keep on Jacking (laughs) well she's always been a big fan of the podcast Um, shout out Louise maybe the dog just wants to be jacked repeatedly I learned your language to name myself and you still don't get the hint (laughs) masturbate me (laughs) Masturbate that is me. horrible. What? That's what I was saying. A, do- a dog's tortured voice begging to be wanked off. Please. <laughs> masturbate me or kill me. Something from hell. I don't want to live unless you masturbate me. <laughs> um, Ross, uh, who has been in touch before. Ross. Is it pass? It is. It's Ross. Uh... And apologies if I'm summarizing your correspondence, listeners, but it's to partially just take advantage of any chance to, you know, get through it. Get, oh, yeah. Get the backlog done. Give you all your due. 
Bite your, your means life. You pooed you. Yeah, just to get through life as quickly as possible. Get it done. Walk into the sea. <laughs> never seen again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he says that we're talking about at some point Duke of Edinburgh poos and things like that oh, a while wow, ago. Okay, poos in the wild. Um, yes. So basically, uh, he did the Duke of Edinburgh in various remote parts of Scotland, which means toilet facilities are a, a jobby travel. A for, jobby travel for digging a poo hole. Oh gosh, yeah. If you're lucky, a bothy. If you're lucky, if you're lucky, a bothy. If you're lucky, a bothy. Uh, so he says that was very unpleasant. So one of my friends had a plan. He bunged himself up by eating a whole 400 gram pack of marzipan. Wow. Which slowed his digestion enough to stop him needing the toilet for three to four days. Really? I felt this was extreme, but he swore by it. It worked. Yeah, apparently. Goodness me. Good on him. Like a bear. <laughs> yes, like a bear with a big plug in his bum. Um. <laughs> Oh, my God. As your resident Korean correspondent, I have a poo anecdote, he says. On my first visit to Korea to meet my in-laws, I went to a hospital to visit a relative who was sadly quite ill. Unfortunately, I had eaten extremely spicy fried chicken's feet the previous evening, and my stomach was churning. I had to run to the toilet where I was for quite a while, and then I received a phone call from my mother-in-law's number, and I had to explain, this was my first ever phone call in Korean, that I had a very sore stomach and was stuck in the toilet. It turns out I was actually talking to my wife's auntie, who promptly announced that I had diarrhea to all of the assembled family members, who I had not yet met. When I finally emerged from the toilet, I formally introduced myself to my in-law family and discovered that my bowels were the main topic of conversation. Although we, we uh, another listener to, uh, showed, um, wrote to us a few weeks back about how in Korea poos are quite cute. I think this might be Russ as well. Oh, was it also? Oh, yes, that was. I cute. think so. Of course, yeah, that makes sense. Right, so maybe it, if it had to be anywhere. It's all chill, yeah. Yeah, Korea is probably as, as good a place as you can do it. Uh, it says, I hope these stories have improved your day. Kai Sok Jawi Hai. Kai Sok Jawi Hai. I guess keep, keep jacking it. it. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. Kai Sok Jawi Hai. Kai Sok Jawi Hai. To all our Korean listeners, Kai Sok Jawi Hai. Dear Korea, Kai Sok Jawi Hai, and may reunification come soon. <laughs> keep on reunifying it. Keep on reunifying it, and don't nuke anyone. Um. Matt gets in touch. Matt. Who's that? Oh, it's Matt. <laughs> Dear Philly and Pilly. Oh, that's cute. Very nice. Uh, first, I'm a big fan. I've been listening religiously. Particularly enjoyed Lucky Kentucky Bobbinet. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about Lucky Kentucky. Lucky Kentucky. Hey, I should do another Lucky Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. I might, do, I might do one next episode. Yeah, Lucky, Lucky Kentucky. Kentucky. Put a little reminder in your phone. Yeah, we'll do. Authoritarian thought of the day. Disproportionately harsh punishments for crimes that can only be put down to the perpetrator being a dick. For example, keying a car. There is no socioeconomic reason I can think of that would drive someone to drag their keys along the side of a stranger's car. Socioeconomic reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point, though. Yeah. You're doing it because you're a little fucking asshole. Um, a, a socioeconomic reason could be that the town's um, car painting industry is on, on the fritz and just needs a little... Oh, you think it's like a sabotage thing from... For like a like a con for more business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah body, maybe. Body, body, the body shops. In, is that what they're called? The body shops, body shops in town yeah. are, are struggling. Yeah, maybe. But I, I like the That's idea like that... some Scooby-Doo stuff. I like the idea from Matt there that some crimes where it's like... The only motivation here is that you're a cock. Sure, sure. Mm. I think the French call it crime of passion. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I well... I don't know. A lot of kids I went to school with were like that. They would just do things out of this kind of rootless malice. <laughs> <laughs> rootless malice. But it, when you're young, it's out of 
curiosity, right? A curiosity as to what the consequences would be. Uh, well, kind of. Sometimes it's a, out of a curiosity of if, like, I don't know, just like, no, not a curiosity, but a lack of understanding or caring about other people, like mm, a lack of empathy. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um. So Matt thinks that th- th- there should be extra harsh punishments for those crimes. Yeah. Yeah, he thinks that it's like that's that warrants a particularly brutal <laughs> knife to the face. Or Maybe you get keyed back. Yeah. Yeah, your body. A is, knife or knife. We'll key your flesh. <laughs> <laughs> this is like all these cars line up to key him. <laughs> it's a kind of horrible, bizarro. <laughs> Reverse, <laughs> reverse world, and the key they key him with is made of bone. <laughs> cool. It's a bit of his own bone. Another vision of hell from Phil. Yeah. Good lord. I'm a bit gross. I'm a bit creepy. I like to be a bit gross and creepy sometimes. Yeah. I hope that's okay. I'm kind of messed up. I'm kind of messed up. I'm kind of fucked. Sense of humor is really dark. <laughs> um, that's pretty much all we have time for. Is it? Well, you know, we're, we're we've hit the time. Oh. Okay, well... We can do one more if you want. Let's do one more letter. We'll do one, one, more. More, one more correspondence here. Uh, it is from Ruben. Ruben. Mm. I went to uh, I went to uni with a guy called Ruben, Northern Irish guy. Did you? Um, yeah, we were in college together. He's he one of the first guys I met. He's a really fun, crazy Northern Irish guy. Um, and uh, because I hung around with him so much, I ended up with a Northern Irish accent for a couple of mm. months. That's what international life will give you. You just your accent will just change depending on who you're talking to. I got, I had that. For, my college had the highest per, per, percentage of Northern Irish students. Oh yeah. So I started people started going, "Well, you're from Northern Ireland, or whatever." <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Do you think that? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, but it's sticky. You, you're right though. If you have an international background, your brain gets all sticky. Yeah. And you just start borrowing phrases and noises. Because you have to adapt. <laughs> you have to survive. <laughs> Just try not to get pushed over in the playground. Um, Ruben says, hey, Pierre and Phil, I wanted to share a story from my late teenage years when I truly was living the bum bum life. <laughs> uh, I was back home after my first year of college and working at a breakfast food cart. I would get up at six every morning to make breakfast burritos and egg sandwiches and to be done at noon. Uh, so it wasn't as bad. Um, it wasn't a bad gig as I could spend my afternoons cavorting. Oh, I love a cavort. And nap off any lingering hangovers. A teenage cavort. Mm. One, uh, one night, I was out particularly late drinking particularly cheap whiskey and crashed at a friend's house. I rode my bike to work in the morning and prayed my boss wouldn't notice a smell of old booze wafting off me. <laughs> <laughs> I like he says old as in yeah. like familiar, friendly. Well, it isn't old booze. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> the smell of old booze mm. wafting off me. A few hours into the shift, I was sent into our storage space to fetch some more coffee cups, and I figured this would be a good time to let out some of the gas that had been gurgling away noisily in my stomach. (laughs) These were the type of deathly farts that would surely have sent customers reeling, so I was eager for the opportunity to release the toxins, away from nosy clientele. Um, As I gathered an armful of cups, I happily tooted away, scoffing admirably at the stench of my own beef. (laughs) Scoffing Scoffing admirably. Oh, what a wow. what a fart it is! Oh. Well, if it is an it's old a... booze, <laughs> oh. it's a quite a sort of Conan the Barbarian way to react to your own fart. Oh, oh God, my word! Is that truly me? <laughs> truly, I had too many <laughs> quarts of mead. <laughs> uh, scoffing admirably at the stench of my own beef, horrible. 
And as I turned to head back out to the cart, I tensed to rip out one last trombone note. And to my horror, felt my boxes fill with liquid. Oh, yes. <laughs> Old booze. My face turned to stone, and I dropped the cups in my arms and immediately walked out of the shed and turned into the alley where my bike was locked. All time ceased to pass as I reached back to feel just how soiled my drawers were. Those days I wore tight black cut-off jeans, and to my delight, the cuffs were preventing the shit from rising down my legs. <laughs> or like, like it was pooling yeah. in the cuffs. In the cuff, but like, wait, black cut-off jeans. So it's pooling around his thigh. Bloody hell. What an eccentrically dressed burrito salesman. Yeah, very strange. Um, but I knew it was only a matter of time before the murky waters began to soak through the denim. I biked home without a word to my boss and climbed straight into the shower before throwing away my underwear, changing to a clean pair of shorts. I returned to work 20 minutes later and told my boss I had had a hard time finding the cups. To her credit, she never noticed my new clothes, or if she did, she never said anything. Needless to say, never trust the whiskey shits and always keep a fresh pair of shorts handy if you are living the bike punk life. Koji Rubin. Nice one, Rubin. Nice one, Rubin. Good. good old booze. Either a good boss or a bad boss there. 20 minutes yeah. to find the cups. Maybe. Maybe 20 minutes to find the cups. Maybe it doesn't matter. If you're the boss. You're like, Whatever, they'll be back. Or maybe she saw a little something of herself in you. Maybe 20 years ago, it was her short, hot pants filling with liquid shit. <laughs> I like you, kid. <laughs> you shit yourself just like I used to shit myself. You used to shit yourself. Why, of course. <laughs> did I never tell you about the... <laughs> sure did. Right on these streets. <laughs> well, you seem like a made man. I sure am. Just you think about that. Yeah. Uh, and maybe, well, in the ideal sitcom scenario, um, she shat herself during those same 20 minutes. Uh, yeah. Uh, for other reasons, <laughs> and was just really relieved that they both it just synchronized up perfectly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, a car went past playing the brown note or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where were you? Uh, having trouble finding the cups? Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, I was having trouble standing here, waiting <laughs> oh, for you. Yeah, I, I had trouble waiting for the cups. <laughs> yes, and you're both in like drastically different clothes. Uh, well, good. Yeah, good. All right. She's, she's in a wedding dress. <laughs> you're, you're in a onesie. <laughs> Let's uh, that's n- that's not question this. I won't ask if you don't ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's well, just that- sell these burritos. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just sell these burritos and go home. Uh, well, that is all we have time for. That is it. Thank you, Ruben. And uh, see you guys next week for more correspondence. But um, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Keep sharing and telling people and subscribing and reviewing. Fuck you, 2019. Fuck, Fuck you, 2019. Uh, give us five stars on iTunes if you can be bothered. It's an Uber five stars. It's yeah. just the what you want to give us so we don't lose our, our job. The podcast happened. Yeah. The podcast happened. You got to where you wanted to go. No one died. And you don't want someone worse off than you to lose their job. Yeah. So there you go. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.